All right, Danielle, thanks for joining me this afternoon. We're talking about an article that you wrote for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on literacy curriculums in Wisconsin and some of the updates to literacy curriculums that have been put in place and announced this week. So I'm curious if you could just set the stage for us. What what were the changes in state law that prompted the Early Literacy Curriculum Council and the Department of Public Instruction to release a new set of literacy curriculums this week? Yeah, so this all stems from Wisconsin's new literacy law that is overhauling reading instruction throughout the state. So the law is known as Act 20. It was signed by Governor Evers last summer, and it has a lot of different requirements and some pretty swift deadlines. So as required by Act 20, this nine-member Early Literacy Curriculum Council was created to review and recommend reading curriculums for kindergartners through third graders that are science-backed and include instruction on things like fluency, phonemic awareness, phonics, vocabulary, writing, comprehension, a bunch of these foundational reading skills. So on Tuesday, the council recommended four curriculums, and the Department of Public Instruction, which is our state's education agency, also did its own review of curriculums, and so they collectively released this 11-curriculum list. And these curriculums are really significant because Act 20 requires school districts to adopt some science-backed early literacy instruction that includes the foundational skills that I just went over. And so these recommendations, um, if approved by the Joint Finance Committee, so that's like the next step that's coming. Um, If the Joint Finance Committee approves this list of curriculums and a district adopts one of them, they're eligible for reimbursement. And curriculum implementation can be very expensive. And if you're a large district, it can be millions of dollars. So this is a really big incentive for districts to adopt one of these curriculums on this list. So this is also really important for the state because a lot of school districts are using reading curriculums that don't meet academic standards recommended by the Department of Public Instruction. So in 2021, the department surveyed about 80% of school districts in the state, and of those 80% that participated, at least 79% said they use a curriculum that isn't meeting those recommended standards. So now that districts are going to be required to use the science-backed reading curriculums, they don't have to choose one from the list that has been proposed, but if they want reimbursement, they do. So it's set up some guardrails for guiding districts into the future of reading instruction. Can you tell me about what some of those academic standards are? What counts as the science of reading? Yeah, so the science of reading is is a big buzzword right now in education, and it's kind of hard to pin down the science of reading. There isn't really a universally accepted definition. It, in general, refers to a decades-old body of research that explains how the brain learns to read. Specifically within Act 20, though, it laid out what science-backed reading instruction looks like. So the instruction needs to be explicit and systematic, and it needs to include, I think it might be nine um, key foundational areas, such as fluency, phonological awareness, phonemic awareness, phonics, oral language development, vocabulary, writing, comprehension, and building background knowledge. So throughout the review process, um, the Early Literacy Curriculum Council was reviewing curriculums to meet those standards and other quality Um, assurances, and then DPI also did their own review of curriculums. 
um, to make sure that they're in compliance with the, the instructional requirements of Act 20. How were previous curriculums not in compliance with this? What were they teaching that, that needs to be updated? So honestly, I would not know. I don't know the answer mm-hmm. to that because Wisconsin is a local control state, meaning that every school district gets to decide what curriculums they get to use. So um, they have like academic standards that need to be met. Uh, but the Department of Public Instruction recommends that uh, school districts use curriculums that are evaluated and approved by an organization called Ed Reports that reviews literacy curriculums and gives them a rating of good quality or bad quality. And um, because it's a local control state, each school district gets to choose uh, their own curriculums, and it doesn't have to be one of the Ed Reports rated ones. Can you talk a little bit about why having these new curriculums is important for Wisconsin kids? Reading instruction is the foundation of your education, right? I think everyone can agree that you use reading every single day, whether you're going to vote, whether you're signing a lease for an apartment. um, If you're reading a recipe, right, to cook dinner for you and your family, reading is so integral to our lives. And there's this saying in education that, From kindergarten to third grade, you are learning how to read. You're getting those foundational reading skills. And then from then onward, you're reading to learn. So you're reading about history and science, and you're reading to learn other things in other subject matter areas. And so if you don't have a really strong foundation in your early literacy um, skills, it's going to be harder to progress throughout your educational experience and career. And so this is a really big deal for Wisconsin um, and a really great step in the right direction. Um, Overall, the majority of Wisconsin students are not proficient in reading um, on the state standardized tests, which are called the forward exams. So in the 2022-23 school year, which was last school year, 58% of students were not proficient in reading. And so... Um, It's important to note standardized tests are a moment in time, and it's a snapshot of a student. So it's in no means a full picture of a child, but it is the best metric that we have for cross-district and grade-level comparisons across the state. So, for example, a third grader in Green Bay, a third grader in Appleton, a third grader in Madison, you can look at their scores on the state forward exams because it's the same test and makes cross-comparisons. So low proficiency rates, some of that is due to the pandemic that had a very significant impact on student learning. But it's important to note that even before the pandemic, student proficiency on the reading portion of the state forward exams was low. So in the 2018-2019 school year, which was not impacted by COVID-19, 58% of students weren't testing proficient in the reading portion of the state forward exam, which is the same percentage as they tested last year. So this is more than just a pandemic um, situation. I think a lot of people um, are worried about the pandemic learning loss, and that is a piece for sure, and we need to catch kids up. Um, But it's important that kids get higher proficiency levels. Yeah, and that seems like a a Wisconsin kids would benefit from that, and it's a national issue as well. Um, I'm I'm thinking of some Mm -hmm. of the reporting that you've done um, for the series by the book. If there's a brief snapshot of that you could give. Yeah, so um, my news organization, the USA Today Network Wisconsin, has been looking at reading in Wisconsin for about a year. We uh, 
started to see nationally there's a lot going on with reading and a lot of states are passing laws that are similar to Act 20. And we saw that heading towards Wisconsin last spring and started to look into reading in Wisconsin and covering uh, the development of Act 20 and I'm um, looking to continue that coverage as Act 20 is being implemented and it's rolled out and to really look at the question of um, why are we here? How did we get here and where can we go and how are we going to improve reading in the state? There will be a lot of adjustments and new um, screening tools that are going to be implemented and if students are not testing well on those screening tools, reading plans will be implemented for them to get them caught up. And so there's a lot of measures of accountability built into Act 20 to get kids who are maybe not on track with grade level expectations um, a plan in place so that they can catch up. So a lot of moving parts and a lot of work ahead of the state and education. All right. Well, thank you, Danielle, for your time. Thank you for having me.